Hi, my name is Hartley Dagendorf, and you're listening to Wake Up With Wonder Podcast, where my daddy shares with you the gift of wonder. Wow, thank you so much to my beautiful daughter Harley for that lovely introduction. This is episode number 45 of the Wake Up With Wonder podcast, and we're going to title it, Am I, Are You, Are We Wonder Killers? I did want to start off with a nice bit of gratitude and just say thank you guys so much for listening, for being here. You don't have to be here, and I'm very appreciative for all of your support. I'm very appreciative that you guys are finding value in these messages that I am sharing. So with that being said, today we're going to talk about anal We're going to talk about perfectionism, and we're going to talk about killing. But don't worry. Don't get it twisted. We're not going to be talking about sex, and we're not going to be talking about death. And we're actually going to be talking about being conscientious. But before we get started with today's episode, I did want to let you know about the sponsor of this podcast. So the Wake Up With Wonder podcast is 100% sponsored by the Wonders and Friends exclusive VIP community. So the Wonders and Friends community is a community of like-minded individuals, men, women. We're all uh, growing together, leveling up our lives together, becoming closer. It's a virtual community where we share daily positivity. We have daily perspective shifts. Uh, We all have different wonders, but the difference is that we keep each other accountable Uh, towards acting and taking action on those wonders. Uh, The more clear you are on your wonder, then the more success, the better results we're likely to have. And it's been proven that when you have a community behind you, the community can amplify those results, can help you achieve even greater successes. So you can learn more about the Wonders and Friends community. There's a free and paid community over at bit.ly.com slash wonders underscore friends. And don't worry, I'll link that link in the show notes in case you guys missed it or if you're driving. So if you're a new listener, I am super excited to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Wake Up With Wonder podcast, and I am your host, Jason B. Godoy. If you're a returning listener, it's an honor to have you back. I understand that time is your most valuable asset, and I intend to make the most of it and only add more value. So on this podcast, we are absolutely truthful. We are acute in getting down to the smallest facts and the smallest feelings. We are uh, applicable. We find Uh, applications that suit not only myself, but applications that can suit others, and we seek answers. Uh, We believe that knowledge is meaningless without commitment, without action, and without results. And with that being said, the principles of this podcast are that we wonder, and after we wonder, we learn, and after we learn, we take action, and then after the action is when the growing and the expansion occurs. So that is what the podcast is about. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done so already, before we get started, please just go to iTunes and hit the subscribe button so that you can make sure to get all future upcoming episodes and you can also learn more about this podcast at wakeupwithwonder.com 
All right, everyone. So welcome back. Like I said, this is episode 45. We're going to be talking about what it means to be a wonder killer. We're going to be finding out if we are wonder killers and what we can do about it or if that's even a good or a bad thing. So let me start by saying that around halfway through, maybe 75% of the way through in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a pretty embarrassing personal story with you guys, so make sure to stay tuned till the very end. I'm going to share a deep, dark secret from fifth grade uh, that I haven't shared with anyone um, other than maybe my brother since fifth grade. So stay tuned for that. It's definitely going to be vulnerable. It's going to be real, raw, and relevant. So my question to you, if you're familiar with the term wonder killer, Urban Dictionary basically describes it as a person who can be... um, anal retentive, who can be annoying, uh, who can let questions go, even uh, rhetorical questions still need to have an answer to them. They might lack strategic, tactical approaches to situations, and sometimes wonder killers might have a know-it-all behavior. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like you? At first, that kind of sounded like me. And it's completely okay if we are wonder killers. Let's start there. Nothing wrong with it, and we're going to learn as we go through this episode. Um, One thing for certain, though, if you are sitting here listening to this episode right now, I'm pretty positive that you're not a wonder killer. You might think you are, but most likely you're not. We'll see what unfolds together. Um, It could be a severe case of general anxiety. So you know the type of high-functioning anxiety uh, that we have that kind of creates for us an inability to relax. Uh, It can look like a superpower to the outside world because we're always going, we're always functioning, we're always doing something. Um, But for us, it doesn't feel like a superpower. Um, But it definitely looks like we don't have anxiety because of the way we're highly functioning. Um, But let's go back to the first topic. So we said that um, Urban Dictionary describes Wonder Killer as someone who's anal retentive. So if you're familiar with Freud, um, the psychosexual, psychosocial psychology, uh, one of the pioneers back in the day, he's been around for so long that a lot of his theories and topics are actually have been discredited and are no longer being pursued. But we're going to just take a second and we're going to hypothesize and uh, theorize with what Freud believed to be true, and we're going to see if it applies at all. So... <laughs> Freud said that um, one to three-year-olds exhibit this um, anal phase. And in the anal phase of life, they're being potty trained. And if a one to a three-year-old experiences rebellion during this time, um, if they experience control, whether it's control from their parents or lack of control, and they need to find a way to experience the pleasure and to control the pleasure of this anal stage for themselves. So when you think of anal stage, you think of crap, you think of shit, because that's what little kids have. They have crap. They got to get the crap out. So essentially what Freud was saying was that the excretion process um, can be a very pleasurable or a very painful and fearful process. Um, For adults, it goes to us excruciating or excreting our emotions and just getting rid of our emotional shit. For kids, it's physical. But what he basically described was that kids um, find pleasure in controlling when and how they let go of their shit. 
So let's be relevant. Let me give you an example. Let's be applicable. When I was three years old, maybe four years old, I have this memory um, where my mom got really mad at me because I was in my crib as a toddler and I just remember taking my diaper off. I must have been three because I still had a diaper. Taking my diaper off and literally taking the feces shit and rubbing it on the walls like it was finger paint and finger painting my walls. Not fun. Pretty sure I got in a lot of trouble. Pretty sure where all this whole anal thing started for me. And then I have another memory about a year later um, of making some Lincoln Logs in the bathtub. And then I have another memory. I think I was like six or seven. So a couple years later, a year later from that. And I remember I took a, a dump on my grandma's grass and I blamed it on the dog. Um, I don't know what was up with me as a kid. I don't know what was wrong with me. But definitely had some shit to work through, literally and figuratively. And then... Um, man, that deep, dark secret's coming earlier than I thought. I thought I was going to make it halfway through. Uh, and then moving forward, this, this pattern continued on throughout my life uh, to when I was a fifth grader. I even recall actually being the only kid, as far as I knew, um, at Camp High Hill, which was our spring summer camp, who, who spent the whole week-long night camping trip uh, wearing a pull-up, which if you don't know what a pull-up is, it's basically... Um, an adult diaper for kids, like the kind that slide up and down, a pamper. So yeah, I had to wear that in fifth grade. Super embarrassing. Nobody knew. Deep, dark secret. Please don't tell anybody that I told you guys this. Very embarrassing. Now you know. Hopefully we're closer. Hopefully we connected deeper because of that. If that was you, I'd love to know that I'm not alone in that. Luckily, it's not a problem anymore. But anyways, moving on. Seeing as how I was so honest and so vulnerable with you guys right now about all of my childhood experiences from three years old through fifth grade, I thought it'd be a perfect time to interject an audio clip that a listener of the podcast shared. Um, I'm super excited. On Anchor, there's a feature to share voice messages, and that's essentially what this listener did. They heard the last episode about Stop Running Away, uh, the I Hate You exercise that I do with my daughter Hartley. And their response was uh, what you're going to hear right now in this short Anchor audio clip. So thank you guys for listening. Hey, man, I just really want to let you know um, that I definitely appreciate your episode. And keep doing what you're doing, man. The honesty and transparency is definitely evident. And um, it was really touching to hear um, and refreshing your honesty on that level and I know that someone got something out of your latest episode and I would love to connect more with you and just stay in contact more with you um, if you don't know this is Jared from the it's just dot 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 tape podcast and um, I definitely appreciated what you brought to the table with the podcast and your content so um, you keep doing you keep being a great dad to that little girl that you explained and um hopefully you know we'll be hearing from each other on more regular basis so later cool so before we get back to today's episode i just want to give a quick shout out to jared from the it's dot 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 tape podcast thank you so much man for your kind words uh, for just being my first Anchor voice message review, I really appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to getting more 
Anchor voice message reviews. So uh, Freud described anal as that phase where you're um, you're just consumed by your, like your shit and you have to put your shit on other people and give away your shit. But like I said, Freud's theories have largely been discredited. And now this uh, concept of anal retentive disorder, it's not even um, officially a disorder in the psychological index and in the DSM. I don't even know what manual we're on now, but it's not even officially a disorder. And if anything, this anal retentive disorder is a joke. People joke around with it. They kind of mock people who are anal types of people. Um, so it's not really a bad thing, not really a good thing. Might not even be a real thing, but it's a possibility to explore. And then back to the anxiety. So uh, people like myself, we have high functioning anxiety. We're always busy. We plan our days by the hour, sometimes by the half hour. We always over plan, over cram, over stuff our days. <clears throat> and we may not achieve everything, but we achieve enough and we function highly enough to where we don't get anxiety for the things we don't do. Now, what happens when you no longer are high functioning with your anxiety and you just kind of let shit fall to the side, you lose track of your schedule, um, life becomes chaotic, and your high-functioning anxiety just turns to regular anxiety. Well, at that point, regular anxiety, in my experience personally, is when you have a panic attack. Um, I, two years ago, I experienced tons of regular anxiety. Well, my high-functioning anxiety, I no longer had the tools, and I no longer was doing the work needed to continue high, to function highly. So it became regular anxiety, and I started stressing at work. I started making 10 errors at work. Um, it created trouble in my relationship, leading to a divorce, um, trouble with my brother. We got into a fist fight. So all this stuff, because I could no longer control my high-functioning anxiety, it became regular anxiety. I had a panic attack. I went out of work on stress leave. So it's okay to have anxiety. It's okay to um, be aware of it and feel it. However, what's best is to have tools and to do the work to be in control of your anxiety and don't let it control you. But that certainly is a sense, a uh, form of being a wonder killer is when you're so anxious that you're just killing all the wonder and all the mystery in life. Um, another um, possibility of being a wonder killer is being a perfectionist. Now, if you're a perfectionist, it means that you like to get shit done. You pay attention to details. Uh, sometimes, even though you get shit done, you don't put it out. You don't distribute your content because it's not good enough. It's not perfect, so to speak. Those are air quotes for those of you who are not watching on YouTube. And if you are watching on YouTube, I appreciate you. Shout out. If you're listening, check us out on YouTube. Um, I'm there now. That's where we're at. I think it's bit.ly.com slash YouTube wonder. I'll put that in the show notes. But yeah, so if you're a perfectionist, um, you might produce quality work, but the quantity might not be where it needs to be because you're uh, stressing over it being perfect and not putting it out, which also could send you back to no longer having high functioning anxiety and just having re regular generalized anxiety leading to panic attacks. But I want to propose that we're going to, instead of being a perfectionist, we're going to call it just simply being conscientious. Um, if you're a wonder, if you think you're a wonder killer, 
instead of being a perfectionist, you might just be an enlightened, conscientious being. It means that you're detail-orientated, it means that you're mindful, and it means that you care deeply about the experiences of all the other people that you interact with on the regular. And being conscientious is totally a positive character trait. I know when you go into a job interview, they don't exactly say, oh, how is being conscientious a positive character trait? They don't care if you're conscientious. But some of the best managers, some of the best supervisors I had are the ones who are conscientious and are the ones who um, surround themselves with conscientious teams. Um, it's definitely a skill set to have. But the challenge with all of this is being conscientious and not being a perfectionist, is having anxiety um, and not letting it control you. There's, you see like this balance that we're trying to achieve, um, being anal but also being fun and being playful and not being so rigid. It's life is all about balance and that's what we're doing here is we're trying to find the balance between being a wanderer and being controlling and being anal. And really, if I'm being completely honest, all of this was sparked because um, for those of you who don't know, we have the Discord community, the Paid Wonders and Friends community, bit.ly.com slash wonders underscore friends. Put that in the show notes as well. Um, however, it's not very big. And we, when we switched from Instagram to Discord, there was a huge disconnect in the uh, community and the connection and the communication that we were having. So we went back to Instagram and the disconnect is still there. Now I have one member on Facebook. We have some members on Instagram. So that's another disconnect. And um, as I wouldn't say possibly the leader, but as the founder of this community, I am committed to um, hunting down these disconnects to creating space where we can facilitate deep connections and deep communication and where we can truly um, help each other grow and support each other. And because I care so much and I'm so conscientious about the community, about the experiences of these individuals within the community, I'm so conscientious about the amount of value that I'm providing. Um, I'm fighting that that perfectionism and just putting out content out there, whether it's perfect or not, because I know it's providing value. Because of this, it creates a sense of frustration. Now, it's easy to be in gratitude and to not expect anything from um, the members of the community. However, at the same time, if they're in a positive community that's about personal development and it's about growth, then you would also expect some level of uh, commitment to their growth journey and to their healing. And it's easy to be in gratitude, to be grateful, to be appreciative of the interactions. Um, but once again, it goes back to that balance, the balance between being grateful and the balance between beginning to expect things and no longer being grateful. And it's okay to have some type of expectation because you want them to thrive. You want them to grow. You want to have a healthy expectation that challenges and pushes them. But it's not okay to have zero expectation or to have an overwhelming uh, expectation of these individuals. So once again, it goes back to the balance. The expectation could be a form of wonder killing. The gratitude is not. However, at the same time, if you have too much gratitude and you're just wondering too much, then there is no action behind it and it could also be meaningless. So 
I definitely would want to surround myself with conscientious individuals. I definitely would want conscientious individuals to be within my community. And if you guys think that you might be anxious and you might um, be a perfectionist, if you think that you might be a, a wonder killer, if you don't see the positive aspects of these um, definitions that I shared with you, then I'm going to share an exercise with you. And hopefully this exercise will help you to push past this is a tool a simple tool that i use to push past the anxiety and to feel calm and to see the effect of uh, calmness on your life so like i said the challenge is balancing it all out the power comes from utilizing these tools that i'm about to give you that is where the power comes from uh, these tools allow us to be aware of our anxiety they allow us to be grounded to be calm and to be under control and the gift the gift that comes from all of this, the gift comes in those moments of self-reflection, in those moments of quietness, those moments of calm and meditation. So if you haven't been meditating, I've been making a lot of social media posts on Instagram about meditation, and I've been meditating daily. I've been using the Syncuition app. They are not a sponsor of the show, uh, but it's just a fun app. 25-minute meditations because of the power of binaural beats feels like an hour. So whether you're meditating for five minutes, whether you're meditating for an hour, whether you're using an app, whether you're doing it in silence, just get yourself into a space where you have calm, silence, and a space to self-reflect because that's where the gift is going to come from after you use this tool. So this exercise is called the influence of calm on my today. You could also call it the influence of anxiety, but I don't want to put us into an anxiety state. I want to put us into a calm state, a state of abundance, a state of flow. So we're going to call it the influence of calm on my today. Basically, we're going to talk about our relationship to worry and how um, worry or anxiety, how it affects our ability to be calm. So if I worry if these people in the community are receiving value, then I'm constantly going to be checking my social media. If I worry if these people in the community um, are participating, then I'm constantly going to be hounding them and messaging them and bothering them saying, yo, why aren't you participating? And at some point, that worry turns into an expectation, which leads to um, a resentment, which can lead to some underlying passive aggressiveness. So with all this disconnect within the three communities, I had reached out to one of the paid members and um, I had a story because he was the only member not on Facebook that he was holding the community back from growing, which is complete bullshit. I'll call bullshit right now. I even told him that that was a BS story. I had to work through it. I had to get past it and we had to create a new plan, um, a new platform for the community to connect on which we're doing, we're doing the work, uh, we're most likely going to be going back to either Discord or moving over to Facebook, but um, without being in that state of calm, without living in, in the realm of gratitude, without doing, I literally, without doing this exercise and um, seeing the big picture and being aware of my worries, then it forced me to, it didn't force me, it caused me, it triggered me to reach out to this individual and to basically call him like the, a weak link in our community is basically what I called him, which is not true. Anybody, even myself, can be a weak link um, in life, in, in your community, in your environment. It's just that was how I felt in the moment. I had to work past that, and I did so with this exercise. So you're going to talk about how worry 
uh, shows up in your life, where else it shows up. So for me, worry also shows up at work, a very stressful job, high quality, high quantitative, um, a lot of errors. So the moment you get one feedback or one error assigned to you at my work, it's natural to begin worrying and worrying and worrying. And people who make one error tend to make, especially on a Monday or a Tuesday, tend to worry until they make another second or third error in that week. Um, and that's all because of worry. Worry makes them anxious. Worry puts them into that negative mindset. And we want to be in an abundant mindset, a calm mindset. Um, worry in terms of, I don't really worry about my health or my fitness so much anymore, but definitely worry in terms of being um, with all the crap, all the shit going on in the world right now. Uh, my grandma was just telling me yesterday, she thinks that the world is going to end. She thinks that the coronavirus is the setup for the end of the world, the rapture, whatever you believe in, whatever you want to call it. That's what she was talking about. And it's easy to start worrying about that, to start worrying about the end of the world. Um, whereas if you're meditating, if you're journaling, it's easier to be calm. It's easier to be focused. It's easier to see the big picture and have a clear vision for what you want going forward. So that's the exercise for you guys. Um, I hope that you guys do it. I invite you to do it. And on top of inviting you to complete this exercise, how calm influences my today, I also invite you guys to find that quiet space to self-reflect, to meditate, and to look within. If you guys found value in today's episode, go ahead and send me a direct message on uh, wakeupwithwonder.com is our website. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Jason B. Godoy. I'll put everything in the show notes. Please feel free to share this with a friend. If you have a friend who's a wonder killer that they're always worrying, they're always anxious, they have anxiety attacks. If you have a friend that is a perfectionist and can't um, produce work because they're always trying to be perfect, this is a great episode. It's a perfect episode to share with them, so to speak. So if you do share this episode with a friend on social media, go ahead and tag me at Jason B. Godoy. You can hashtag wake up with wonder. And most importantly, the biggest way that you can help this podcast grow in my experience is just by leaving a simple review. Uh, we got a couple more iTunes reviews. Keep those iTunes reviews coming. The reviews are a powerful way to grow the podcast, to spread the gift of wonder to the people who need to hear it the most. The people who lost their wonder, the wonder killers out there, they all need to receive the gift of wonder for themselves. So one way to do that is by leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you listening. I really do love all of you guys. And with that being said, I look forward to talking to you next week, to catching you next week on the Wake Up With Wonder podcast. Have a wonderful day.